0: This is Janice and I'm Zainab. We are the London Girls
1: and you're listening to the London Girls podcast. Thanks for joining us yet again. In this episode we're going to be talking about a very specific
0: topic. We will be speaking about boundaries. Yeah. Boundaries, how people cross them, how you set yours up, how you maintain them, um, the importance of it basically. mm mm-hmm. Um, and just giving you examples of what we've experienced, really, in terms of boundaries being crossed constantly. Yep.
1: So, Janice and I—we're both in our mid twenties, right? Oh, I'm what late twenties. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah. You don't look it though. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I've started to notice that you I'm constantly having to reevaluate what it means to create and maintain boundaries in my personal relationships what my boundaries look like today are very different from what they look like probably like 10 years ago sure um and i'm speaking to the relationship with like my family like elders in my family and then also colleagues and friends as well because obviously like you know i i change you know Mm-hmm. I change and i I think I change quite a lot like I think the way I change is is very subtle but it's very serious to me and i I change my mind about things a lot in a way that's like if I've gone through a major life experience or even a small life experience I take it all on board and then I use that to reevaluate how I choose to um look at life or how I choose to approach life and so therefore I like need to reset new boundaries I need to adjust everything
0: yeah definitely and I think although I don't want to blame the person who's experiencing it that does come from people allowing people to take the piss
1: yeah
0: Um, and I, I've been very guilty of it of wanting to kind of keep the peace and therefore not reinforcing my boundaries mm-hmm. not reinforcing my values and what I feel about things and accepting a lot of absolute bullshit basically yeah Yeah,
1: I've I've started to know, I've started to realize that this is very personal to me. I'm not a very confrontational person by nature, but I've started to realize that when I do speak up about certain things, people are people are really taken aback by it. Now I don't know if it's because of my gender. I don't know if it's because of my appearance. I'm aware that like I have quite I have very young appearance. So, a lot of people tend to assume that I'm just going to be very quiet about certain things. And I've noticed that people tend to be quite shocked when you you call them out or when you, like, respond in a very sharp-mannered way. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, I think it's just important to tell people what's up because I'm tired of, like... Having to compromise my inner peace to keep the outer peace for other people, like I'm tired of having to do that. I'm yeah. really tired
0: of it. And also, there comes a point where self, you know, self preservation is the most important thing. Your your own mental health, protecting mm-hmm. your space, um, becomes it has to become the priority for you. Which means you need to become a little bit selfish. Yeah. Um, basically,
1: I think self interest is like at the very root of our nature as human beings. Some of us don't really want to admit it, but self for self-interest is not necessarily a bad thing. Self-interest is what self-interest is, is, you know, essentially ego, you know, is what helps us to survive in the world. Mm. It's what helps us to, to look after ourselves in many ways, providing that it's an, it's coming from a healthy, from a healthy place. And, um, I've started to realise that there's just no harm in putting myself first sometimes.
0: Definitely. Um, I think that that has been the case with with me, just in terms of I've been in a relationship for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really kind of sticking to stating my feelings about things. Mm-hmm. It's very easy to sound like you're just being difficult or just nagging, mm-hmm. but, like, really taking the time to explain and reinforce it every time, you know, with my partner, things that I don't like or yeah. things that I would like him to do, or and I expect the same from him. Mm-hmm. I don't. It's just a one-way thing, you know. If I'm crossing boundaries, let me know as well. Yeah, I I don't want to make anyone feel, you know, alienated or you know, flipping used or abused by mm. the way I'm behaving towards them. True. So for anyone else to not really accept someone, you know, setting boundaries, telling you you're crossing their boundaries. You know, for you to argue it in a way that's like kind of disregarding their feelings, yeah, makes zero sense. Yeah, you know, just especially if it's, if it's family or someone you actually are meant to care for. Yeah, because usually with this boundary crossing, it's it's probably going to happen with someone who's close to you, really. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably the most likely and most common place it will happen as well.
1: And overstepping boundaries can range from it, like there's a really wide scale. It can range from something is just slightly irritated to Irritating to highly disrespectful. Mm. Um, I think as women, it's really important that when we do start relationships, when we go into new relationships, we have to be very conscious about the tone that we set in terms of how we want to be treated, how we expect it to be treated, mm. also how we treat ourselves within that relationships. Because men are not always like very smart about how to go about relationships. I think. Mm. It's, I think it's more of a woman thing to know about how to do relationships, like, you know, because that's just what we do, it's just what we know how to do. For men, I think it's more of a learning experience for them, so you definitely set the tone uh, very early on, and I feel like the longer you leave it, or if, you don't, if it doesn't ever get addressed, then the harder... It will be to make that change,
0: yeah. And then it'll shift. be like, oh, you're trying to change me. You didn't know who I was. Yeah, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Are you surprised? Oh gosh, I
1: hate that. <laughs> like, what the hell? Yeah, it's. Um... <laughs> I mean, I do agree to an extent. Like, I I would say you you marry who you date, so you can't really marry someone and expect them to change all their character their character traits from that they had from when they were you were dating them. Yeah. Like you really marry the person that you're dating. Mm. But at the same time, if you are in a relationship then you have to have some kind of mutual effort to want to be better and want to be better for each other Mm -hmm. and for yourself and for yourself so if that person comes to you and says i don't like xyz and you're being a a stubborn goat about it Mm. then maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship
0: yeah maybe you don't want the same things Mm -hmm. you're not working towards the same things it's something you have to reassess um and and you have to want to take the time out each you know eat both of you to reassess that yeah um not just have it ignored and let it build and fester Mm-hmm. and make you angry and resentful mm-hmm. you know um but it's, the thing is with this it's not just relationships as well like be experienced boundary crossing at work yeah you know amongst friends yeah um so oh my gosh i'm rolling my <laughs> eyes right now <laughs> <laughs> um i mean my my experience of let's see i mean i felt like this person was crossing boundaries with me at work in terms of, i used to work at primark right marble arch
1: I remember those days. <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: I was I only lasted about three months there.
1: Mm, mm. I remember you just hated every single day.
0: Yeah, yeah. And when I quit, I'd been holding on to it, but basically, I had a, I had a supervisor who was just really kind of. Tough with me and not mm-hmm. tough, like I, you know, I don't want to do the work or something, and he's pushing me too hard. It's like mm-hmm. you know, telling me I only have like seven minutes to go to the toilet mm-hmm. when the you know, the, the space of Marble Arch Primark is huge, mm-hmm. it's like a football pitch, mm-hmm. and you've got to walk one way across the football pitch to get to the staircase to go downstairs, and then walk the other way. Back along the building because it's back where the tills are, mm-hmm. but at the on the you know the, the basement floor. So you're yeah. basically walking two football pitches to go and use the toilet. Mm-hmm. And he's like telling me, you know, the the time constraint for using the loo. Um, just asking me to do things in a way it was like I wouldn't have asked you in that. Way. I wouldn't. I would have said please. I would have been slightly more kind of. Some people really don't know how to speak to people in yeah. a proper way. Yeah. And just be understanding that you're you're giving a structure. You are my superior, my supervisor. Mm-hmm. But let me respect you, Don't let me kind of do this out of I just want to lose this job, but I can't stand this guy. Yeah, you know, don't make me do. Don't make me work in that way. So I'm not gonna work well, obviously. And when I quit Primark, I mentioned how he was behaving. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they followed it up, but I just felt like I had need to make a point of saying. But who did
1: you mention it to?
0: Um, I mentioned it to the the HR person I was quitting with. Um, it may not have gone. No, anywhere. I don't
1: think HR's the best. You know, I don't ever really trust HR because really they're all about their money. Don't they? Don't really care. <laughs> the um, <laughs> I, sometimes the best person is to uh, complain to is just senior management. Sure. Because at the end of the, or senior management, the person who who really like manages the managers. Yeah. Sort of thing. So they're they're superior. Yeah, they're superior. But H HR don't give a shit. They don't care. And honestly, I'm speaking from experience because I worked for a beauty company. Um, uh, well, I left earlier this year and it wasn't in a very... I didn't leave in a very good way. Um, but yeah, I don't really want to bitch about HR, but I just wanted to say... I just wanted to say that, um, yeah, sometimes HR can say one thing and do another thing. Sure. They can be a bit shady.
0: Yeah. They've got to maintain themselves. I mean, but that's that's my my current working situation. I feel like my boundaries are really respected. Mm-hmm. Um, the person I work for, they are really, they're also allowing me to kind of build my department as well. So they're giving me space to figure out, you know, what it is I'm doing too. Yeah. But you know, it's just I I want to work hard for them because I feel like I'm respected basically, Mm -hmm. and that's a major part of it. You have the work relationship with your supervisors, maintaining the boundaries, feeling there's respect, mutual respect that Mm -hmm. that builds mutual respect. Um. So. In terms of my current work, I'm really happy. But you you were having a situation in the last job you had as
1: well. Yeah, it was just a very short-term job, thankfully. Um, My colleague, who was sort of a superior to me, she's a supervisor on the team, was just just very... She just had a very aggressive way of communicating. And... um, Yeah, she's just very rude. Hmm. Very aggressive. And... Like, during my last week, like, I kind of called her out on some things. And she apologised. Oh, wow. But okay. then she would still be rude again. Like, she would just still carry on. Um. So, yeah, after I left, I, I sent a message to the management and just said, look, I don't know if you're aware, but you have someone on your team that is rude. And it's probably going to intimidate a lot of the new staff. Yeah. And make them
0: feel like they just don't want to work here anymore. Of course, because there are so many people who will just absorb that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And absorb it and absorb it until it's like making them ill and they but they don't want to cause a scene they want to cause a ruckus and yeah tolerate it for ages yeah
1: some people kind of have a very high tolerance with me i feel like my tolerance is fairly moderate but if i recognize that i'm in a position that i really want to be in like if i really like this job no i'm gonna nip it in the bud like i'm not gonna allow someone to constantly mistreat me or belittle me or speak to me any kind of way just because they,
0: they think they can. Like, I just will definitely bring it up. See, but then in terms of family, mm-hmm. so I, I lived with some... Family's
1: like a whole other Yeah.
0: There's <laughs> a no- whole other situation right there. Yeah, I mean, I've I've lived with, like, family. Not necessarily my blood family, but basically my living situation was with someone who would be considered a family, I guess. Mm-hmm. And it was... I had people who were crossing boundaries and then when you bring it up with them, Mm -hmm. that confrontation simply built more confrontation and it built more boundary crossing because they knew.
1: Because they become defensive about it. Yeah. And they knew
0: it was a way to kind of get at me because they weren't happy about what I'm bringing up about them. Mm -hmm. And so how, you know, when you're in a situation where you're kind of stuck in it, I guess a little bit Mm -hmm. and it's like, bringing bringing it up what's the worth in bringing it up if they're going to use it against you to like wind you up even more, which is basically what happened as as I brought up the boundaries that were crossing they would cross them more because they knew it, you know it pissed me off
1: these are just people that you just really don't need to be living with yeah you had, family had to, had to or family or not out. yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, definitely
0: because it was it was like you're you're dealing with like reckless people who are just are happy to harm you basically mm-hmm. yeah so that 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 felt like a kind of situation where I couldn't. There was no point in stating my boundaries because this person had zero respect or care for the kind of stress they were causing really
1: what it what is the best way do you feel what do you feel is the best way to approach that conversation of addressing something that is upsetting you?
0: I think it's just about laying out the facts right so it's not it's not about um Saying this so and so is an absolute so and so because they're doing this to me. Just laying out what they are doing, just lay out the facts and give examples. Right? Give examples, and how does that sound to you? Does, mm. Obviously, it's not going to sound right if it's if it's you know if they they really are crossing those boundaries, they really are you know causing alienation or causing you stress. Mm-hmm and you detail what's happening it's going to be a really obvious thing yeah and then that person you know they only have facts to react to they don't have any of your opinions on what's happening you're just laying it out yeah um and then how they react that's how you know if you can get anywhere from with this person really that's true however my mother my mother is the kind of person who's like the more you tell people they're crossing your boundaries the more they will cross your boundaries and she didn't when i when i talked to her about this situation i was having this person she was like but you know you're kind of in that situation with them you can't mm-hmm. you can't leave currently in terms of the, the, the place I was living
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know there's no There's probably no point in speaking to this person about it because they're using it against you, and she was right. Yeah. They'll probably use it against you and they they did really so wow. she's my mother is someone who doesn't state her boundaries a lot
1: mm-hmm.
0: whereas I try to really be forthright about my boundaries that they were crossing, and it was it was almost like a cause more stress mm-hmm. My mother seems to have had. I don't know, she, she's somehow able to let that stuff wash over her. Wow. Who knows if it's washing over her or if she is absorbing it, but. She probably is internalizing it and just, like, just living with it. Who knows? I mean, she, 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 she that's what, that was her advice to me. Until you can actually remove yourself from that situation, there's no point in actually standing. And it's true, because it did cause me so much just while I was there dealing with it. Yeah. So it's like, was there any worth in it, really? It almost feels like that and does her method kind of work. Although I'm like, this is weak. To me, it looks weak. Mm -hmm. She is kind of so strong in her sense of peace. Yeah. That it has worked for her. Your mother's
1: a very different type of breed of woman because she's had to be very strong for a long time. Probably. So that's just how she's, she's just been conditioned in that way. Yeah. Especially, like, raising you and your sister and your brother and your brothers. Mm. I suppose throughout the course of her entire adulthood and also, like, a bit of her childhood, she's probably just had to have... She probably was even given that tough love sort of thing. So, that's just how she was raised to be. Mm. But we're different Mm. and we live our lives differently. So, we (laughs) can't necessarily subscribe to that whole...
0: Just be strong. Just be
1: strong. Be Cause... a strong black woman sort of thing. <laughs> yeah.
0: But the thing is as well, because we have access to so much information, which she wouldn't have had access to,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, that's why we kind of feel like, no, we don't, we don't have to deal with this mm-hmm. and absorb this. No. There's too many examples of people who, you know, are, you know, just being respectful of one another. And
1: it doesn't cost anything to just be like civil. Mm. Cause like, I don't like every single colleague of mine (laughs) but I just realized that I spend a lot of time at work so therefore I need to do the best that I can to create as much harmony as possible to to make the day go smooth and so I can just come home at the end of the day and just feel okay and not feel like damn that person's annoying yeah even if they are annoying I just don't want things to get to me so
0: much so then in order to get to that point are you basically avoiding reinforcing boundaries when people are, cross- oh, are you know being sly no I'm
1: not avoiding I'm not allowing anyone to do anything I'm just avoiding that person oh I see avoiding <laughs> the whole situation <laughs> <laughs> as best yeah. you can for yeah. as long as you can to be honest I kind of do that in general like if there's someone or yeah if there's just someone who I just don't want to deal with because they are negative or, or negativity comes from dealing with them I just avoid them mm. I just do my best to avoid it. Unless I really need to communicate with them, then, yeah, I just avoid
0: them. I mean, I was experiencing that at a, a, a job I was... At, um ad hoc work that I currently do. Mm-hmm. It's kind of every now and then. And it's this person who, who feels the need to... Basically, we had a situation where they logged me out of a computer without, like, asking me. They came into the space, were, like, suddenly moving things around, like, it's time for me to log on. Yeah. And in the process, bumped mm. me in the boob, actually. Yeah. Did they apologise? Nope. Didn't address it. It was, it was kind of like, no, was, they did actually, it was like a brief, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. But it's like, because you're in here, encroaching on my time and space, that's why this has happened. So I, I reported it to my superior. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was, I think apparently it was brought up of them. But so, that was last summer. Right. Since then, in this new kind of season, this new term of work, from September, it's like autumn season, mm-hmm. they've, um, they keep asking me, questions i've been there for like two years mm-hmm. never spoken to me before now they keep asking me the same question over and over again it's a really weird thing they keep asking me the same question as if they don't know who i am and as if i haven't answered it each time so i'm now tracking so this is another part of this whole thing it's just i'm now tracking when they interact with me and how they're interacting and what they're saying so that I can like, if it if it becomes too much of a weird pattern, I can like really report this and say. this. Why are still... they
1: acting like they don't know that you were there?
0: I don't know. Like they've they've like they don't know that they've they bumped me in the boob. They can't remember any of it. Maybe they have a memory issue. No, I think he's being passive aggressive. Right. Basically, just I think he's trying trying being to passive aggressive until I react badly. Always like, oh, who are you? I don't even remember you. What, I, bumped you? I don't remember you. I bumped you in the boot. I don't remember anything about that. That's what it seems like. I would just walk by. Honestly, I would just walk by and not even say anything. I wouldn't even <laughs> answer them. So I've not been answering. It's happened on three occasions now since like, the last month. And they asked me if they didn't recognise who I am. And so it's just this, you know, making sure that I go to my superiors of this. I track it. Mm-hmm. And when the time comes, you know, to be able to to have all the evidence I need, it doesn't have to necessarily be to kind of confrontation about it with them i don't mm-hmm. need to deal with, it with them because i have someone who's meant to deal with this for me yeah i think that's another thing like if you can avoid taking things on board mm-hmm. in terms of work especially yeah and just track it and report it to a superior who's evidence, meant to be dealing with it for you not
1: necessarily evidence but just having concrete examples of the things that have happened like, yeah
0: and patterns of the behavior as definitely, well definitely yeah, yeah that will help you I think you you don't have to kind of just give in to it or or even try and be confrontational with them and put your own position at risk yeah that's not always the way definitely and just recognising more and more it's you know it's very hard not everyone can be confronted with these things yeah and behave in a civil manner about it that's true Mm
1: -hmm. some people still act like they're in diapers sometimes
0: yeah definitely (laughs) uh but no I think I think um it's important to state your boundaries. It's important yeah. to reinforce them. Yeah, but not every battle you have to be fighting yourself. Definitely not.
1: Definitely not. And it's also important to. It's also it's also important to put self love and self respect first, and just never let anybody treat you like shit. And my one of my m- mottoes in life is like is don't be a weak bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like I always, like say this same. Like your mantra like yeah just don't be a weak bitch like don't weakness is just not a good character trait in any kind of way
0: but it, it is something people experience and I guess it is something they can have moments of mm-hmm.
1: and yeah you can have a period of weakness but at the same time you're not going to stay there are you sure like you have to pick yourself up and go and confront whatever is bothering you or confront that person or seek help to yes. confront it yes
0: yeah have to then there's that option should be there the option should be something you can access it can seem hopeless i guess which is why you feel like you end up wallowing and then just mm-hmm. sitting in it mm-hmm. but you have to remember that there's there's a way out you don't have to always do all these things by yourself There are yeah. people who have experienced it before you probably there's someone to talk to yeah
1: and if if you are in a situation where you really feel comp- like so helpless that you just don't know who to turn to there's always professional help as mm-hmm. well There's always, (coughs) excuse me, there's always things like, um, there's, there's, there's companies and, and community, uh, uh, organizations that do things like confidence building for individuals. Like you can even ask your employer for confidence building training. Sometimes companies do set aside a budget for stuff like this. Mm
0: -hmm. Like enrichment. Yeah. Yeah. For staff.
1: Um, but if not, if you can't do it through work, then check out and see like what your local borough is doing, um, and then also the, the internet is your friend as mm. well. There's lots of material and resources online. A lot of people put a, a lot of helpful content on YouTube as well. Things that will just help you to learn how to be confident with using your voice in terms of speaking up and asserting yourself in all facets of life it's so important it's I can't I really can't stress how important it is like it's been like my personal theme for the past month or so like I've really made a promise to myself that I really will speak on issues there and then and not wait a week or a month to address it like I'm really gonna try hard to to just start addressing things as they come up Wow, okay. Because I, like, I never was, like, really good at it. And I think it has a lot to do with the how the kind of household that I was raised in. Um, as a child, I was often um, silenced very quickly. And, you know, like, that very <laughs> iron fist, tough, love, African uh, way of raising your child. Like, do as I say, not say as I do sort of thing <laughs> so like as a, as a child you know I do not really have much of a voice didn't really get to express myself
0: I guess it's that to be seen and not heard mm-hmm. kind of attitude towards some children towards children probably of our generation yeah. and older generations yeah. whereas now I guess children are being allowed to you know learn to make decisions more for themselves they have the internet they have access to information and I think you can't really be restricting a kid too much these days because they're competing with people who have had access to information, be able to make decisions for themselves. Yeah. So they've been able to, you know, make decisions about you know who they are and, and how they want to live. And you know, your kid has to be able to think in this way to compete almost really.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Like we've got to like, teach our kids how to say no when the time yeah. comes. They need to know how to say no mm-hmm. in certain situations. Even adults need to
0: be learning that as well. That's
1: true, you know. That is true. (laughs) Is there anything else
0: that you'd like to add? I think that was it, mainly. It's just, yeah, I think we've said what we feel to say. Yeah. I really like this episode. I feel
1: like we should do more of these... Just unloading. Yes. Unpacking. Unpacking. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you have, like, anything to add to this, then you can always... Um email us. Yeah. Do you have an email address? We do have an email address. It's And I have it. Well we'll link it down below so that you can email us or tweet us. Um we wanna hear feedback, you know. Yeah. Because we know people listen, but like we'll actually like to hear from you and stuff because it'll help us feel um like we're, you know, in this together and stuff.
0: Yeah, hang on. I think I've got it coming up now. So I don't. Okay. Hang <laughs> on. So I think it's here. Hang on. It should come up. Yeah, I guess via our email we'll be able to have feedback that way. And also, there's the blog as well. So even yeah. just going onto the London Girls, uh, London Girls podcast blog, or um, going onto going onto our um, our Tumblr blog, mm. and there's also the Mixcloud. You can comment on the Mixcloud as well.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, we're not really. And um, and just to let you know, we are also on iTunes.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. So I know quite a lot of people listen to this through Mixcloud, but we
0: are also on iTunes. So you can subscribe and then be notified when there's a new episode. Definitely. So it's um, I'm going to, have to probably put a link for the email, but it's basically London Podcast mm-hmm. at Gmail com. Pretty sure it's that. Cool. London Girls Podcast at gmail.com So if you want to get in touch with us, you can get in touch via the blog on Tumblr, The Mixed Cloud uploads, uh, comments in The Mixed Cloud, and also our email, londongirlspodcast at gmail.com. Don't
1: be shy, people.
0: Mm.